0: So what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Here we are talking about some more rich dad, poor dad, the risk faced by average middle-class people. Guys, I've already talked about this on so many occasions, but it's just a real tragedy because they lack early financial education. As a matter of fact, what you're going to be hearing possibly before this podcast is a story about a woman. This woman was my Grab driver. Grab is just like Uber for those of you out there in America, right? And this woman and I, we were having a real in-depth conversation about money. She's like, why did you come here? Thai people are wanting to go there because they get paid more money. I said, well, think about it. I said, most Thai people make, what, $500 a month after they get their bachelor's degree, correct? And she's like, yes. And I say, you go out there to America, you're going to get the same wage that most Americans get, anywhere between $9 and $11 an hour. Now, don't be fooled. The majority of Americans make between, between $10 and $12 an hour. Some people believe, oh, they make over $15. Absolutely not. You got to do a lot to make more than $15 an hour. If you're in $20, you are considered middle class in America. See, they have a tendency of saying, oh, most Americans make $32 a year. Have you lost your goddamn mind? If Americans were making $32 an hour, that would be one of the biggest bubbles ever. So don't even start with that bullshit. So, and she kept saying, you know, I have friends in Saudi Arabia because I've traveled to Dubai, Bahrain, and I think her husband is in Dubai. Well, this all makes sense, right? Because this is what a lot of Thai women do. They kind of marry men all over the place. But nonetheless, she told me, That the women in Saudi Arabia, I said, man, you know, the human rights out there, man, it's tough. It's tough. How do they live this? She's like, yeah, but they make good money. I said, oh, my goodness gracious. So I said, they're literally just filling up their salary. They are chasing salaries, and they're living off expenses, and they're saving money. But guess what? They're going to continue printing money. So your fucking cash is going to have no value. That's not – that's – a poor mindset, which I've told you guys on so many occasions. So, again, their balance sheets are not balanced whatsoever. All they have is a bunch of liabilities. That woman that was driving me in that car that had an automatic door, and it literally it, it – what is it? The, the door had come out, and then it went back before I could actually step in. I said, oh, my God, this is a super high-class door. And, you know, I'm just like, dude, you know what? But this is a liability. And, again – have no real assets that generate income. Why? Because her notion is that you got to chase salaries. That's the problem. The only source of her income, obviously, you know, that's why a lot of Thai women, they go out and they try marrying a man so she they can acquire assets. Let me give you an example. Most, I'm going to be honest with you. Most, I don't give a damn where they're from. I don't care what color they are. Thai women are Thai women. They all have the same mindset, okay? And I hate to say that, but it is what it is. Let's just put it this way. Let's put it into context. Women would marry a man, okay? Now normally the suckers are the ones over fifty. They come here, they marry a woman that's half their age, right? And they get the man to build them a house. And that house is built on land that they pot they might possibly own. But the man doesn't own the house whatsoever. It's in the Thai woman's name because a man cannot a foreigner cannot own a house in Thailand. So at any point She could just kick him out, and she can acquire that asset. However, is that an asset? No, because she's going to have to pay property tax. She's going to have to pay utilities and maintenance and all those other things, and there's no way she's going to be able to pay any of that because this is a poor woman in a poor mindset. Hey, I'm just keeping it real. She doesn't even live off paychecks. She lives off hustling the shit out of foreigners. Now, let's let's look at it from another perspective. You get a woman in the high so category. High so category, that means they have a lot of different assets and royalties that are paid in different ways. Now, some people they own bars. They own what they call whore bars. So they get these women, three, four women, who who are, are labeled the pretty women, right? Very thin, white skin, terrible personalities. They get them showing half their body in these bars and they get these men to come in and drop all these drinks and hopefully buy them out for the evening. Well, a lot of these high so women, these actors and actresses, they own bars like this. This is why they generate so much income. It's not because Grab or Shopee or any of these other big brands out here are telling them, hey, can you advertise our product? Absolutely not. They earn money by doing the egregious shit. But nonetheless, those women who work for those salaries, hey, that's a paycheck. That's all they're doing. And these high soul women, do they also go after these foreigners? They don't go after the over 50s. They go after the under 50s, the ones that are very handsome because guess what? That boosts their ratings on their Instagram and their YouTube videos because, again, this will get all the other Thai women to say, handsome, handsome. Oh, my God, I love him. Handsome, 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 handsome. You see what I mean? So, again, it could be both the high or the low. It doesn't matter. But, again, can you knock this girl for the – can you knock these types of women for their hustle? I mean, they're hustling their ass off by, hey, I mean, they create jobs. I mean, they're the worst jobs on the planet, but they create jobs. It's a a shame, isn't it? But let's get back to the main point here. Their livelihood, your livelihood becomes entirely dependent on your employer. Guys, can I give you a, I'm going to give you a situation right now. You guys are probably like, okay, so give me a situation, Arsenio. I said, okay, okay, I'm going to give you a situation. I cannot get mad at my employer for giving the money I get while trying to achieve his financial goals. I can't get mad. See, I can make a transition right now and say, okay, that's enough. Fuck that. Fuck this money. I'm giving you 15 hours a week and that's all you're getting. That's it. I'm not mad at him for knocking his hustle while trying to make all this goddamn money. I'm getting nothing from it, nothing whatsoever. Well, actually, just a tad bit, but it's it's fucking it's an extortionate amount. So, okay, Arsenio, what did you do? Well, I know other places that pay me double and triple, but again, that's just me chasing the income statement. I need to go after the balance sheet. So, I finally had a conversation. With this lady who has hated me for so long. You guys have probably heard me mention it on a number of occasions. Two women, one was really good, one was just, she hated my guts for a comment I made two years ago. I say, you can't just go around the world hating people. But nonetheless, you know, she started opening up towards the end of last year and she, you know, uh, and, you know, she was saying, hello, good morning. And I'm like, oh shit, she hasn't said good morning to me in about 20 months. And, you know, it kept building and building. Nonetheless, I don't really care. You know what? Because if you are extending hate towards me, it's only hurting you. It's not hurting me, it's actually lifting me to be honest with you, because I just revert that into love. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, we had a conversation for the first time ever in like two years. And so she went to Turkey. And I said, oh my God, you went to Turkey? She's like, yeah. I was like, you went there on a holiday? Yeah. Group tour? Yeah. I said, what made you go there? She's like, oh, you know, Turkey's beautiful. I said, oh, it's positive. Okay. She made me try this dessert. I don't know what I tasted. And I still Can't put a taste to that. But nonetheless, we're having a conversation. She's like, you know how many entrepreneurs I met on that trip in that group tour? I said, oh, shit, that's why you do group tours. She's like, yes. I said, oh, that's why you don't go to Japan. You went to Turkey. She's like, not many Thai people go to Turkey, only the high society type of people. And guess how many contacts I met? I said, "God damn!" And so right then and there, it was me, her, and the associate who I've been speaking to for the longest time talking about how you can acquire this or do this. And she's like, yeah, they were all entrepreneurs. That was the first time I heard her say entrepreneur. And I was like, dude, she's on a fucking whole level. She's on a – she is a relentless entrepreneur. She's fucking – I wish I had been speaking to her, like, on a personal level like that for the last two years because she is who I look up to. She's on a level that's insane because just before that conversation, five to ten minutes prior, she's like, hey. And this lady, you know, the lady who I've been contacting, she was sitting behind the desk and we're having a conversation. She's like, hey, listen. Uh, you need to start speaking Thai. You need to learn how to teach Thai because I got insane amounts of work for you. And I was like, oh man, oh man, god damn. Well, you know, teaching Thai, I'm going to have to learn probably about 100 to 200 different types of vocabulary, learn how to, you know, the questions and this and that. I'm going to have to study my ass off. But can it be done? Absolutely, it can be done. She's like, Arsenio, we're going to be opening up two branches. And Noi, well, I hate to say her name, but Noi right over there, she is going to hook you up With a VIP van, which would drive you up to the other province and you would teach there and this and that and do this and do that and you'll get paid this amount. I'm like, dude, that's some good money. Again, that's only income and salary, but is it better than what I have right now? Absolutely. And plus, again, what I love so much about my present job that I get paid very, very little with is because I can make and break my own schedule. See, just before that conversation, so I've already given you the two conversations, the turkey. The, you know, the traveling and a VIP van to another place to do this and do that and all these other great things. But the conversation before that was my job, my present job. They haven't been giving me any work. I told you guys about this, right? So I said, hey, 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 fuck all y'all. It's all good. You ain't got to give me a goddamn thing. Fuck all y'all, fuck all y'all, fuck all you And then finally, I got a message. She said, hey, we wanted to, you got to update your schedule for Saturday and Sunday. I said, oh, you guys motherfuckers got work down, huh? She's like, we got a full load on Sunday. I said, check this out. I'll give you a full load on Sunday. I got you. I got you for a full load on Sunday. Okay, although working those eight, nine hours, I hate doing that. But again, it's kind of guaranteed, a little bit, kind of guaranteed, a little bit, kind of guaranteed. Again, it will shut them up. And that is basically eight hours, eight of the seven hours. I only need seven more hours throughout the rest of the week that I need to put in. I said, I'll give you this, but I I can't do for Saturday. And she's very understandable about Saturday. I say, yeah, because you know what? On Saturday, there's another place that pays me double. So it's basically working two hours here. I get paid four hours here. Hate to tell you that, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? So (sighs) guys, I make a break. Not my assets, but my balance sheet, my income statement. It's very good because normally in January, it's very, very slow. But to even say that, and you guys listening to this on Tuesday, see, I'm heading in to one of the biggest interviews going up against four juggernauts this upcoming Thursday. An associate of mine, both and her, we beat out another client to get to score a massive project, which I'm getting ready to go into my third workshop with because they love us so much. Now, she messaged me. She said, Arsenio, I need you Thursday morning. Are you good? I said, yeah, what's happening? She's like, hey, I got myself a presentation. I said, with who? Honda. I said, oh, here we go. We going into Honda now, and I said, okay, hey, I got you. I got you. We go go in there, and she said, but we got three competitors we're going up against. I said, fuck all the competitors. They ain't like Arsenio, and guess what? Right after we do this, I'm going to give you guys a podcast saying, guess who got the motherfucking project? God damn! Why? Because I've been teaching this personal development, the Stephen Covey, the Dale Carnegie, how to win and influence people, the Napoleon Hill. I've been teaching all of these soft skills, and I've become the books. i become what I've been learning. And because of that, you're going to hear me on Friday at some given point or Saturday or Sunday or Monday saying, God damn! Guess who got that project at Honda? See, all I need is a a few more of those, and maybe we're going to start raking in this motherfucking cash! But again, that's the income statement. Guys, do not let that uh, – not not retract you, not detract you. That's not even a word, but do not take your eyes off the prize, which is building up that asset column. Guys, I just went on a full-on rant, and I got to hurry up. You know what? Luckily, I already did a couple of things, and I've already talked about a couple of things whatnot. But you know what What I'm going to do here is I'm going to tell you a couple of things. As an employee who's a homeowner, you work for a company. You work for the government. You work for the bank. You work for the company. Employees make their business owner or the shareholders rich, not themselves. That's basically what I've been doing, right? I've been working for this particular company, making them rich, but I'm not making myself rich. See, my efforts and my success will help provide the owner's success in retirement. See, that's what I'm doing with working for a company. See, that's some bullshit. See, I got to focus on me, right? That's why I'm only giving him 15 hours to work towards his motherfucking retirement. Now, you guys are starting to figure it out like, God damn, you motherfucking right. I'm just an employee helping to get this motherfucker rich. Good. You work for the government. The government takes its share from your paycheck before you even see it. Fuck you, Uncle Sam. By working harder, you simply increase the amount of taxes by the government. Guess what? A lot of people who make over 250000 US motherfucking dollars every, every, every year. You know how much they get taxed? Probably about 20 to 40 percent. I've heard about this. I heard about this on like one of those news programs about 10 years ago. Five years ago. But again, you're just gonna keep continue getting taxed. So you think that you're getting more. But again, if you're getting a salary, you're getting tax. But if you have assets and you have passive income, you're not getting taxed. Or you work for a bank. After taxes, or you know what? All of us do work for the well, you guys work for the bank. After taxes, your next largest expense is usually your mortgage or your credit card debt if you have those two. If you don't, congratulations. Never go down that road. So, guys, this is about minding your own business, right? And this is the next podcast I'm going to be getting into, but this is about minding your own business. Once you've decided to concentrate on minding your own business, focusing your efforts on acquiring assets instead of a bigger motherfucking paycheck, How do you set your goals? See, most people must keep their job and rely on their wages to fund their acquisition of assets. As their assets grow, how do they, of course, measure their extent of their success? How do you do it? When does someone know they are rich and that they have wealth? Well, That's what we're going to be getting into in the next podcast. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful Oh, I was about to say ESL podcast. The Arsenio Buck Show podcast. Stay tuned for more, man. You know who it is. I'm your crazy-ass host. Get ready. Over and out.